0: Claudine Hemingway is a descendant of famed writer Ernest Hemingway. We bumped into each other at a party and decided to team up and dive deep into French history, but with a twist, by bringing a spotlight to those lesser-known creatives in France. This is History with a Hemingway. Welcome back to Paris History Advocate Hemingway, and I'm back with Claudine. We're continuing our book series, and today we're talking about Claudine's favorite art coffee table books, so I'll let Claudine take it from here.
1: Yeah, because who doesn't love those big piles of giant books sitting there on the coffee table? Like when you go to anybody's house, I love it when they have those things out. And then I'm always like, oh, what are they about? Is secretly judging them.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, a lot of times they're just collecting dust, but then you do pick them up sometimes. So that's nice. Yeah, and
1: they are great. I mean, they are usually very large size books. So they're not exactly ones that you're going to go, you know, curl up in bed and hold up on, you know, your chest and try (laughs) to read them. Um, So they are really great. You know, you want to sit down, but there's some really cool ones. And most of these you could get actually on Amazon. And so there's a few things and that is a big kind of Paris hack when you're coming here. and you know you're buying all the things and what you know when i was coming here i was buying all the books and now that i live here i'm rebuying all the books because i didn't move them here but the uh, one thing to do is if you go into these you know the louvre the orsay and you go into their gift shops for their books and it's in english even right when you're there have if you have the amazon app on your phone just look it up and see can you get it on amazon when you get back great then you don't have to buy it and ship it
0: Ah, oh, nice. That is a good hack.
1: Yeah. So the most of these are all I have links on my website for all of these books. Um, but you can find some of these actually in the museums as well. Um, I just had a client that was here and bought one of these, and um, the book itself weighed like 15 pounds, and she had to end up carrying it off because her luggage was so over Whoa. that they were take the book out and your luggage will be fine.
0: <laughs> that was nice of them to allow her to do that.
1: I know she, and she was like, she's this sweet little thing, and she weighs like maybe a hundred pounds. So she's like, I'm only a hundred pounds. Can't you just take it as the extra as my (laughs) luggage?
0: My love, my weight. Actually, when we were coming over to the states this time, Giuseppe had like so many books, and he stuck them all in his jacket and his pants everywhere because they would just weigh the luggage down. Oh my gosh, to take
1: to Maryland. (laughs) Yep. I do love that. Good job. That's why you get a Kindle though. That's why you, that's the only reason I ever got a Kindle was because when I started coming to Paris so much, because then I could just keep multiple books that I'm reading in there for research books and all the other books, there's ones that I just have to have as books. And I love just holding a book, but the Kindle is really great for travel. Yeah. He has a Kindle. <laughs> <So> he <laughs> Oh, just I love him. So the first two books I have are about those two museums, and these are really great ones, and these are actually... Get Buy these before you go. And if you're coming here and you're coming for the first time, get both of these books if you're going go to go the Orsay or the Louvre and flip through them because both of these books have all of the paintings in the museums. And so you could flip through there and you could say, it could be, you know, just like, you know, mark each one with a little post-it that you really want to see and then make a list. And then when you come to the Louvre, I had, I mean, I've been, I I've gave a tour to a woman that sent me a six-page spreadsheet of the of the 92 things she wanted to see in the Louvre. And I figured it all out and showed her every single one of them.
0: That's amazing.
1: It was, I mean, I, I got the email and I was like, I'm actually um, a little bit in love with you for actually doing this. <laughs> it was amazing. But these, both of these books are really great. So the first one is called The Paintings in the Musée d'Orsay. It was released in, for the 25th anniversary in 2011. It's over 300 paintings, um, pages of paintings in there. Um, it's great. The Orsay moves things sometimes almost every day overnight, it feels like, because I could go in there on a Sunday in their one place and come back on a Tuesday and they're completely redone everything. And they're actually in the midst of maybe changing the entire format of the Orsay, which is at which I was actually on this kind of online community thing for the Orsay to at, they were using me as a, you know, like, what do you think about this idea? What if we did it that way? And I basically said everything was done.
0: <laughs> I like I hate it all.
1: <laughs> I basically did because they want to change the entire or say and make it um, like thematic. But not thematic in the way where now it's like all the impressionists on the fifth floor and then the side rooms below are like chronological. Um, They want to change it so it's like this is during the Industrial Revolution. And this is they want to make it so it's all about what was happening at that time in the world and in France and how art kind of came from that or maybe it'll be like, this room is all birds. It's just the bunch of it. And I said, you know, I, I said, the thing is, is, that people go to the, Orsay. they come there for the first time to go see the impressionists. Yeah, I go, they don't stop and read everything. They don't look at everything. They're just going through there on their, you know, two hour stopover to go see that. I go, I think you're putting a lot more work into this than you need to. And yep. it's going to get more confusing. Yep. So true. they're still going to do whatever they want, but Whatever. So. (laughs) We try yeah I tried I tried for the people um but this book is really great and it's I love it this is not one I did not move this book I didn't actually move any of these books over to Paris because all of them are so big but this is one that I might have to go rebuy again but I could just walk over there and look in the museum um but it's the paintings in there go from 1840 to 1910 um and it's great and it has it where you know it's better. Morisot and Monet and Van Gogh and everything so it's all all of the paintings they have in the museum so flip through that and be like oh i want to go see these ones in purpose in person some of them they don't really have stories for every single painting um they have stories for some of the paintings but most of it is just going to say this you know was Bert Morisot and it was you know the cradle and that's and it will say the year and that's it so you're not really going to get a bunch of in-depth information in it but it is still a great book and it's a great book to figure out what you want to see the other one is of course because it's about the louvre and we'll have a whole entire episode about books about the Louvre but this one is called the Louvre all the paintings and it's by Eric Blessing and Vincent um, Pomradi. and they have this one in paperback or hardback you could buy this in the Louvre and it's really funny the paperback one was 49 euros a few weeks ago and when I just was in there this today it said it was now 50 euros went up a whole euro (laughs) what what a deal what a deal, but it is huge. The paperback one, you can buy this on Amazon. I definitely, definitely say buy this, you know, in the States if you want to get it. It's um, 750 pages, it's 3,022 paintings in there. It's published in 2011. So when it says all the paintings, it's all the paintings up until 2011. More things have come into the collection from donations and things they've purchased. Uh, but it's really great because it's one of the few things you could get that has Italian, Northern, French, and Spanish school all in one a lot of times the books especially if they're in french you're going to have a bunch about the french school and then like all they're all going to be separate but this one has everything in it and it's pretty amazing and this is a great one to flip through again um when you want to, you know, figure out what you want to go and see, because it is, you know, the loop is so massive. Um, They do have some stories like, you know, there's the amazing picture by Jean Clouet of Francois Premier. And it has a whole thing about, you know, that painting, a big paragraph about it. Um, I almost today when I was in there, I was like, I really should buy that book again. So I have it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Because it is really great. And it's a, you know, like I said, it's a great way to figure out what you want to see when you come here. When I give tours of the Louvre, because mine are always custom and private, I'll say to people in advance, you know, what is it that you want to see? Um, and so it's a good idea. So you could get an idea of what's in the Louvre um, and what you want to see, because most people don't venture away from the Dental Wing, which is where the Mona Lisa is. Um, and there's so many other great things to see in the Louvre. Exactly. And also hire clothing. And I still, we still need to go in there. Well, Giuseppe and I need to go in there still.
0: <laughs> I'll I
1: know we'll go. You just, you don't do it the way Giuseppe and I do it. You like to go quickly and we like to go. Yeah, slowly. But I, can, I can take
0: pictures of you and then you can <laughs>
1: <laughs> you'd be like, all right, guys, come on. We don't need to look at everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
1: Um, the next book, this is a great book that I also found years ago on Amazon, and it's called French Paintings, and it's by Charles F. Sticke. Um, It's a really cool book that kind of pulls all the museums of Paris into one. Um, it's French paintings, so it's not, you know, French paintings of the museums. Um, so you do have French paintings that, you know, you'll see also all over the world. Um, there's some really great uh, museums in the U.S. that have some really great collections, um, you know, of Van Gogh and Monet and everything um, but each chapter has a different description of the period and the paintings on the following page. So it's a really great um, way to kind of learn all the different schools and all the different periods um, in the history of French paintings, which is another great way, you know, look at that and then figure out, oh, oh, I really like these. It's like, okay, well, then i go to the, you know, that's the Orsay or that's the Pompidou because the way the museums are spread out, there's the three main museums. The Louvre goes until 1868. Then you go to the Orsay, which goes until really pretty much in the 1920s. And then after that, it goes to the Pompidou. So those three main museums are chronologically laid out. So you could see whatever it is that you want.
0: Exactly. And that's why these books are so much fun to look at.
1: Yeah, they're really great. Um, another really wonderful one that I actually just am kicking myself I didn't save and bring over here um, is a book by Daniel um, Wildstein. It's called Monet or the Triumph of Impressionism. And it's amazing. And I think it pretty much has almost every painting Monet ever did. Like it's it's fantastic and has huge, I mean, it's it's a coffee table book but it's done like a novel that you'd sit down and read. Um, it just has so much information on it and information about his life, information about the paintings. It's absolutely fantastic. And I'm really um, bummed out that I didn't save it, but I think I actually could get it in Paris very close to me, um, which is another great place I'll tell you about. Another one that I love, and this is one that's kind of more obscure, but it's called Le Grand Vefour, which is the restaurant that's in the Palais Royal, which is a beautiful restaurant. It's one of the oldest. The ones in paris um, right now it's headed up by chef Guy matin um it is a uh, beautiful cookbook that has uh, you know it has the story of the restaurant if you saw in midnight in paris the first scene that they have that they're eating in a restaurant was down in the Grand Véfour, four what has the beautiful ceilings that have are painted um it's absolutely amazing it's there at the end of palais Royal. And that's the one where Napoleon proposed to Josephine. Colette had her seat there. Jean Cocteau. Julia Child went there. Like, pretty much anybody... important in history has been there. Um, I went there my very first visit and still was the most amazing meal I've ever had. Incredibly, ridiculously expensive, but it was still the most memorable thing. But the book is really beautiful. pretty, It's huge Um, and has all of these great pictures of the restaurant on the inside and also um, recipes. I mean, they're pretty, you know, they're pretty difficult recipes, but it's one of those things, you know, you just want to look at
0: yeah it's just for looking we don't actually have to cook anything <laughs>
1: you don't actually have to go. i never cooked anything out of it i just had it, <laughs> it um another one that's uh they changed they've changed the cover on this one a few times it's called paris portrait of a city by uh, janvier gautron um it's paris from 1830 to 2011 i don't know why all these books were published in 2011 i just realized that's kind of funny um <laughs> but it has famous uh, photographs by, you know, people like Willie Ronis and Robert uh, Doiseau and also like candid photos, but it has all the stuff over um, Paris. And it's just, it's a really glossy, lots of photos, uh, but really, really beautiful books. Huge, it's very thick. The cover at one point had a woman that was like looking out the window at the Eiffel Tower topless. And my nephew saw it one day and he's like, that's inappropriate sitting on the coffee table. <laughs> and then we had to have a talk about what was art um, but it's a really great book and um, another one that I really love is this one that's called um, One Thousand Buildings of Paris by Kathy Boris um, this is more kind of a research book uh, but it's got a thousand buildings in it and it has a little thing where it's all broken up by a small, and it has the facades of some of these really great historic buildings with a little paragraph about each one I've used that for research all the time. I think I saved it. I just didn't ship it over here. Uh, but that is a really cool build, uh, book about all these beautiful architecture and buildings. Um, another fun one is called the Eiffel Tower. Um, it's a. It's that one's pretty. That's an older, so it's probably like from the early 2000s. It's a huge book as far as the size of it, but it's not very thick. And it's by Bertrand Lemoine and it has um, really cool stuff like the tech specs of the Eiffel Tower, um, all of this information about when it was built. Um, it's kind of a book that like, you know, an engineer would love. But if you love the Eiffel Tower, it's just a really fun, um, a fun book to see because it's very different. And then if you talk about the Eiffel Tower, we can't forget about the most famous uh monument and church in paris notre dame um and there's been so many books come out about notre dame since the fire but this one's called notre dame du paris the eternal cathedral um by claude govar and that's another one that's really beautiful because it has some of the history of the cathedral but then also um some really great you know photos of it um and just everything going back in history which i love and The last ones I have is from the the publisher called Tashin, T-A-S-C-H-E-N. And they have some stores right here in Paris. Um, And you could find these books in the U.S. and I'm sure on Amazon. They do some really cool books um, when it comes to art. They have one that I bought um, that isn't a huge book. I mean, it's very thick, but it's not huge coffee table size. Uh, But it's every single painting that Van Gogh ever did. And I think I got it for like 40 euros or something, which I thought was crazy because it includes every single thing Van Gogh did.
0: That is insane. Like, I can't imagine how big that book is.
1: It's not. I mean, it's good. It's probably a good two, three inches thick. But as far, I mean, it's kind of a little bit bigger than your normal, you know, hardback novel. I want to check it out. I'm going to go steal it from you no way but um well you've had to find it in all the stacks but okay. they also do ones like there's one about Raphael there's Frida Kahlo Michelangelo Leonardo Caravaggio um and they have these books and it's like everything they did like the Michelangelo is and then Leonardo it's like everything they did whether it's paintings sculptures drawings whatever everything they have is in there and there's one actually very close to me and I I kind of want to go there after we get done recording today <laughs>
0: That. Let's do it. Look at it.
1: <laughs> I know. So there's so many. That's what I love. I mean, I love, love, love books. Um, and you know, that between that and um my shoes, those are my two great weaknesses. Um, and that's basically what I'm gonna be the old lady, like you know, Carrie Bradshaw. I'm gonna be the old lady living in her shoe and her books.
0: <laughs> Don't forget all the the famous dead people you love too.
1: I know. And then I'll, you know, but I'll be dead. So I'll already be with
0: them. (laughs) Be with all your favorite people.
1: But there's so many, you know, we'll, we'll talk about, um, one of these because we have so many other fun book ones, but I'll tell, share some really great places later of where you should go to buy all these.
0: Yeah, so make sure you tune in next week, guys, to learn more. And check out Claudine's website. She'll have links to help you buy all these books and hire her for your next tour in Paris. And don't forget to tune in next week for our next episode. Thanks for listening today, guys. If you're interested in learning more about Claudine, her tours, history, and the beautiful photographs that she posts all over Instagram, tune into her website, claudinehemingway.com.